Welcome back to Market on Close. VIX taking a dive, stocks on the run. Jam Carson joins us, Senior Managing Partner at Kai Volatility Advisors. Great to see you, Jam. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, OJ. Good to see you again. Thanks for uh, having me. Absolutely. Okay, so uh, the first thing here for the basic of all people, the level one people like myself that just look at the old-fashioned VIX, is this an impressive move? Or uh, does the VIX matter in what it tells us? How are you reading it? So um, we, we really think about vol in fixed strike terms. So there's a, there's a slide. If you look at the calls, uh, that's a much lower volatility than, than the at the money. So naturally, as, as the market uh, drives up like this uh, on a big up move, you're going to naturally slide to lower vol. So fixed strike vol is not that under pressure this morning or this afternoon. Um, it's actually, I mean, it's down as you'd expect, but, but really uh, hanging in here as we continue to accelerate uh, oh. towards the highs here. So. So uh, yes, you're seeing that kind of that 24, 25 VIX, but uh, in reality, um, fixed strike vol is really not down that much um, considering. Okay, when you're looking at fixed strike vol, you're looking at over time, the same strike and how that changes? Yeah, so uh, skew uh, in the options themselves dictate that downside options have a higher implied volatility than upside options. So as you slide, towards the upside options, you're naturally sliding to a much lower implied mm -hmm. volatility. Okay. And uh, that's what's happening here on a big move um, here on a Fed day. So does that mean then that some of these vol components that you track need to get more in line with the overall kind of broad 30-day VIX signal, if you will? Or does it suggest that there is still some tension in the market's kind of release here uh, as vol comes out? Uh, that means that you know broadly the quote-unquote fear index is not really a fear index. It doesn't really represent uh, real sentiment. Mm. Vol hanging in here into a rally uh, on a fixed strike basis, which is really what is important, tells you that uh, the coast is not broadly clear yet. Bingo. Right? Okay, there, there it is. is. Um, there's a lot of people uh, that, that are now on a rally looking to hedge, really looking to kind of uh, get out of maybe some of their longs, uh, take some profits. Um, and kind of step away. So um, that's what we're seeing right now. Um, you know, I think I'll dive here in here and use the magic words Vaughn and charm, but this is this move on a Fed day is not um, is not a surprise, right? Uh, is what we saw last last uh, March uh, and on the big event there too, but but much bigger. Um, we've been calling for uh, you know a, a counter trend move here in this in this window. Uh, that this is a function of uh, backwardation in the implied volatility curve. Um, and uh, you know when 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 puts are very expensive in the front relative to the back, and that event vol passes mm. uh, those 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 puts that people are um, you know dealers are short in the front come off their their net long vol at much lower levels and and that forces uh, and short delta and that forces buyback of stock um, and uh, selling of of local vol so so this is what you'd expect from a Fed meeting and this is structural this is. You'll hear a lot of people come in here and talk about, oh, it's the yield curve, or it's, uh, you know, they were, the Fed was way more dovish than you expected, yet um, oddly, no matter what happens, uh, whether, you know, you heard similar things on Brexit and uh, Trump election 16 and Trump election 2020, and mm -hmm. um, those uh, those were the worst case uh, scenarios relative to expectations, and yet we still got rallies. So, yeah. you know, that's uh, it's, it's really about the structural uh, dynamics within the market and the vol markets in particular, it's, given increases in volume and um, have been a greater and greater part of, of these types of moves. So today is, is not a surprise. Um, uh, you know, the question is what happens next. What's interesting when you say it's not a surprise, Jim, I wrote for our newsletter this morning that I was thinking even if they went hawk, you would get a rally too. 
Because bonds were asking for 75 bips. What's wrong with the Powell getting in line with what the bond market wants? So I thought there'd be relief there, too. And I think that's interesting because it seems like what you might argue or the way you're viewing the volatility products that specifically you watch suggests you're viewing this as kind of an event risk as opposed to like a specific Fed decision risk, which I guess then makes us ask, do we think that this would do the same response if we had a hawkish move? Like, do you think that we would get the same kind of vol fade? Yeah, so the answer is um, likely. The The way options work is when the bar gets much higher, when you have that kind of backwardation and, and vol levels high, it takes a big disappointment. It takes a big mm. structural risk to, to, uh, to, to really have that downside happen. Mm. Um, when it does, uh, it's really big, you know, kind of March 2020 type. So the market was right? kind of worried um, about like chaos, basically. Basically, so it's priced for chaos. If you don't get chaos, uh, it can be bad news, but not chaotic bad news. That's broadly still bullish um, in this type of a, a structural phenomenon. So, wow. um, so yes, uh, you know, market was priced for a rally. The absolute worst case didn't happen, which was not likely to happen, and and so you get this time type of resolution to the upside. Now, hmm. the first move is the easy one. Now, now the question is now that we've gotten it and we're getting a move to the twenty day here. Uh, which is kind of what you'd expect. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, what's the what's the next move? And and our, and our view very much is that this is structural buyback. Um, it, you know, uh, we often see a reversal of these things as we get into towards uh, the Friday. So I we kind of got in March can last another day. What's that? We kind of got in March. We had that rally right after the first hike. Lasted a couple weeks. Any thoughts on it? How high it could go or how long it could last? This type of a structural relief bounce. Well, the, the 20 day is uh, just overhead at 43 quarter in the S&Ps and declining. Um, that, that would be your first kind of target here that you're, you're likely to kind of play chicken with that number. Um, you could squeeze the 20 day, it, uh, the 20 day uh, in the S&P. Yep. Okay. And, and then, uh, you know, a move above that on a closing basis uh, will likely squeeze the market. It's important to note that, you know, you have historically bearish sentiment right here. Um, you know, uh, the last this week's AAII uh, sentiment indicator came in at uh, March 2009 levels. That's the high, you know, it's the highest since March 2009, bull bear. Um, you know, that type, and the positioning and the futures uh, side, et cetera, uh, you know, really goes back a decade and how, uh, you know, how short and bearish people are. So this is why you get really ugly counter trend moves and bear mm. trends. Um, you know, uh, that positioning is uh, maybe right, but uh, you know, you, the question is, uh, can it hold on type, uh, type, you know, type situation. So. So you'd expect this to kind of get uh, go further than you uh, than those lowest uh, that first twenty day. Okay. Maybe squeeze a little bit higher. Really try and shake people up. Uh, test conviction. Mm. But uh, you know, in our view, uh, it would take a, a much bigger move um, to really shake the um, the bear the bear trend that's in place here and, and the mm. the overwhelming, most importantly, macro trends that are forcing that bear trend, which is um, you know really uh, reductions in and 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 you know uh, liquidity from the Fed. Uh, particularly from the quantitative tightening that's coming in, uh, not to mention, you know, the inflation push. Mm. That's likely to to push them, you know, even further and further down the curve. You know, it seems like they are um, way behind the curve. If anything, I think you can take today's Fed, uh, you know, to be polemical and say, yes, they're being, uh, you know, relatively dovish in, in the context of being behind the curve and increasingly so for now, uh, you know, almost a year 
Um, so I think um, I think eventually the market might catch up to that and, and really force their hand. Okay. And so, uh, Jim, with that, to kind of summarize it here, I love when you give us the levels and specifics to think about, too. It sounds like your baseline assumption is that the bear trend generally holds, but this is the type of relief rally. First, a natural test of the 20-day in the S&P. A push beyond there starts to get a little bit more dicey, and ultimately we're looking to fade this rally. Correct. Beautiful. Jim Carson. I would like to add one yeah, more thing, OJ. Yeah, please do, sir. Next market move down, though, vol is very well supplied. That does not mean buy fixed strike vol. Ah. Um, you know, that I would expect market down, vol down um, as, the, as the first step in the next uh, reversal of this trend. Jim, thanks so much for jumping on with us this afternoon. Great to see you. Thanks for having me, OJ. Likewise. Take care. Thank you very much. Jim Carson, Senior Managing Partner at Kai Volatility Advisors. If you're here, you're probably already on Twitter, but if you're not somehow, make sure you're on. 